Good evening. So, you know, just like with anything else, you know, you get, you, you, when, when a, a presentation is involved, you always try to get there early and make sure everything works okay. Well, it didn't. So, <laughs> and it was my laptop just to be sure everybody's uh, understand. So, uh, anyway, Tim is, uh, we had a backup plan and we executed that. So, um, anyway, I think we're going to be okay. So uh, my name is Alan Carson, and I'm one of the shepherds here at McDermott Road, and um, we're continuing our series on guiding principles. And, um, you know, it, it's, um, we did this a couple of years ago, and I'm sure that um, uh, I think Mike and, and Richard were the first Wednesday night, and, and Don spoke last week, and we had several more lessons, but it's really just uh, an opportunity for us to share um, what we as as an eldership, just kind of what our guiding principles are at in, um, in at this church. So uh, last week, Don asked, "What would society be like without the Bible?" And that's pretty much what his lesson was based on. He was talking about uh, the Bible being kind of like a how-to and providing all the information that we need on how to live our lives. And, uh, you know, just all the things that uh, we've come to appreciate about, about Scripture. Um, so I think for me, though, it, this, this week, this is going to be part two of that, that series. Um, he, while he was talking about the why uh, that we need the Bible, I'll be talking about the how, uh, perhaps the, the, the how we learn, how we teach, uh, you know, what goes behind all that. And so anyway, I hope that uh, you'll be able to benefit from that. So uh, before we get started, let's uh, go to the Father in prayer. Our gracious and loving Heavenly Father, we're, we're just humbled to be here in your presence. We're thankful for Jesus. We're thankful for your spirit. We're thankful for this church. And God, we're so thankful for the word. We're thankful that you, uh, you gave the, the word to us to, to study, to consume, to um, to, to digest and, and to, to, to learn and, and apply to our lives. And we pray, God, that as we uh, talk a little bit tonight, that, that we can gain a, a better appreciation for how we uh, read the Bible and, and how we use it and how we teach it here at McDermott Road. God, we just love you for um, all the things that you do for us. We thank you for the works that are going on at this church. We pray, God, that all the works that... that uh, that we're involved in, uh, both locally and abroad, will bring glory, glory to your name. God, we love you so much, and it's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. So if we go to the next slide, I thought I would take a step back. And I'm, I can't remember, I know Don didn't share these things with you last week, but may, uh, Richard and Mike may have in the first week. But what I wanted to do was just talk a little bit first about the elders' vision. And one of the things that, you know, we, when you look at each of the bullets that, that I'll talk about is how do they tie back to the Bible? You know, we're a Bible-based church. And so these guiding principles of what our vision is for, for this church, if we just start with the first one, our congregation that knows and demonstrates the power of prayer. Well, where do we learn to pray? Well, it's real simple. You know, we, you can, the scripture is uh, replete with, with all the different types of, of our prayers that, that, people offered up. Um, you know, even here at, at 
McDermott Road, we have the, the 24-hour prayer marathon. Well, that's, that's, that comes from Scripture. That, that the, the Bible tells us to pray and how to pray. And so we, we believe that um, you know, we want to be a congregation that knows and demonstrates the power of prayer. A congregation enthusiastic about God's work. Well, how do we know what God's work is? Well, we go back to Scripture. Scripture tells us that. Uh, a congregation easily distinguished from the world's culture. Well, what, what makes us different than the world? Well, Scripture tells us that. I think that, that was really what the basis of, of Don's lesson last week was about, was, you know, this is, if, if we don't have this, then we could just have chaos. And we're, we're no different than the world. But we have the Word to tell us how to live and, uh, and how to, to love each other and, and, and all those things that, that go on. And, um, and so that's, that's part, it's, it's, it's biblically based. A congregational worship characterized by reverence, praise, and remembrance. You know, how do we know if what we're, how do we know what that looks like? Well, again, we go back to scripture. Uh, and then if we go to the next slide, just a couple of more. A Christ centered, spirit led, Bible based group of Christians working to reach the lost and encourage transformational spiritual growth among our members. So, I mean, it's right there, just Bible-based. That's, that's what we're about. And, you know, it's, it, that's at the center of being Christ-centric. It is, is we, we know that from, from reading Scripture and being Spirit-led. You know, we would not know anything about Christ or we wouldn't really know anything about the Spirit if we, hadn't, if we didn't have the Scripture to tell us that. So the, the Bible, the, the Word of God, is at the center of everything we do in our vision and then a congregation known as a people of the word. You know, one of the things that that I hope that that all of us are known for is that we understand and we, we read and we understand and we live the word of God. Uh, I don't think any greater compliment can be paid to a church, uh, a group of people, than to know that they are people of the word. And in a congregation of evangelists with evangelism, touching every ministry. You know, just the word evangelism in and of itself. To evangelize is to go out and teach the, the good news. Well, what's the good news? Well, it's about Jesus. Well, how do we know about that? Well, it's in the Word. It's in the Bible. So it, just to reinforce that the vision is over and over again, everything goes back to the Bible. It goes back to the Word. Go to the next slide, please. So... One of the other things that um, that we, we're doing here is that we have values that, that w- the way that we've kind of interpreted what our vision is and how we're going to, um, you know, what, what's kind of like what the playbook is, if you will. The there are five values that that we've uh, we've put together. The values outline uh, our approach to accomplishing our purpose, two, two things that we're having a purpose for. One is presenting everyone mature in Christ as we connect and equip generations for life here and beyond. So, go ahead and advance one there, Tim. <laughs> Sorry, I'm having to try to, I'm, I'm, I didn't bring my glasses, so I'm having to use this and I'm not touching it at the same time Tim is. So, transformational growth is the first one. 
You know, God has a strong desire for us to know Him, to know who He is, what His character is, and He wants us to grow and transform into people that, that glorify Him. You know, here at McDermott Road, the part that I have highlighted there, McDermott Road designs opportunities of biblical, Christ-centered teaching to aid everyone in their spiritual growth. You know, we have a lot of programs that, that we have here, and all those programs go back to their, their foundation is in the words, in the, uh, whether it be in youth work or whether it be in mission work or whether it be in uh, local ministries or whatever the case may be. But as we, as we try to transform ourselves, we have to be based in the Word of God. Go ahead, Tim. Um, authentic relationships. As a body, we, we do support one another. We challenge one another, we equip one another, and we love one another within, uh, within Jesus Christ. And we know this because we read the Word. We've, we've seen it uh, in Scripture over and over again. We're uh, taught to bear one another's burdens. We are taught to love uh, people will know us by the love that we have for one another. And so we, it's, it's, we need to have authentic relationships. And that's at all levels. That's at the family level. That's at, within the body. Uh, for those out, even for those outside the church, I, you know, we need to love them as well. In order, if we're going to serve them, we have to love them as well. So we want to have authentic relationships to, to make that happen. Faithful homes. Uh, you know, again, it, it kind of all starts in the home. And the, the goal that we have here is to connect each home, uh, regardless of what that looks like, with the makeup or the stage of life that, that uh, the family is in, is in that home, uh, with necessary tools to equip, uh, to equip and nurture the home is essential in presenting everyone mature in Christ. And that's what we want to do is be mature in Christ. We want to demonstrate to others that Christ uh, is everything. It, it, it just envelops us. And we are, um, our goal is to let others see Christ living through us. And then sacred worship. I, you know, I think we all would, would agree that that's important when you come in where we want to encourage one another. Sacred worship is one way to do that. And obviously we're going to be praising God as part of that worship. That is, God is worthy of praise and glory. And when we come together and we sing and we pray and we read scripture, and we have a lesson from the pulpit. Those things all make up sacred worship, and we want to uh, to continue to do that. And again, it's Bible-based. And finally, evangelism. I'm sorry, evangelistic outreach. We must never forget our responsibility to bring the saving message of the gospel to the lost and dying world. You know, that, it's easy to kind of to get caught up just in our daily walk, just all of our relationships, our job. Uh, our struggles that we may have in our home, whatever the case may be, it's easy to kind of lose sight of what the real goal is here, and that is to serve God, to be evangelistic in our outreach, to always be prepared to to give an account of what we believe. You know, I don't think that most of us probably aren't put on the spot every day of our life, but it's good to be prepared. And the way that we're prepared is through the Word. So, with that in mind, we will be committed to being a Bible, uh, to, to Bible education and evangelism by doing this, this, this one statement. It kind of like sums everything up. Honoring the Bible as the inspired, complete, inerrant Word of God to be used for instruction, correction, 
and engage, uh, engaging the lost. You know, I, I, when I think about this, I think about teaching and what that involves. And I think about Paul. You know, Paul was a great teacher. He, um, he, he so many of the letters are written by him. And, you know, when, when he went into like Berea, go ahead and hit the advance there, Tim. You know, he went into Berea and the, the folks there were, they had spent a lot of time studying all these different religions and, and, uh, he, he was, uh, he saw this and, and they were eager. You know, if you read down there at the bottom, the brothers immediately sent Paul and Silas away to, to Berea and skipping down these, uh, these Jews were more noble than those in Thessalonica. We received, uh, they received the word with all eagerness, uh, examining the scriptures daily to see if these things were so. So, you know, is that what we do? What's what we want to be about? We may not be successful at it sometimes. But our goal is to put it out there to have a, a, a structure, a, a, a foundation where we, we teach the Word, we help be able to understand it, we talk with each other, we learn it, and we share it, and we challenge each other uh, to, to um, you know, whether you know, there may be an understanding one way or another, but it's good to talk about it and to, to be in the Word and studying. So, we're going to honor that. So, Everybody's probably familiar with this passage. You know, all Scripture is breathed out by God. 2 Timothy 3, verses 14 through 17. But as for you, continue in what you have learned and have firmly believed, knowing from whom you learned it, and how from childhood you have been acquainted with the sacred writings, which are able to make you wise for salvation through faith in Christ Jesus. All Scripture is breathed out by God and profitable for teaching, for reproof, for correction, and for training in righteousness that the man of God may be complete, equipped for every good work. Tim, hit the, the one more. What you'll see down here at the bottom is that that is what, what that's part of what I said just a moment ago when we were talking about what is our what is our value? Or what are our values? And this was at the core of it. We want to um, present everyone mature in Christ as we connect and equip generations for life here and beyond. So it all starts with the Word of God. And that it's our single source of truth. We, we believe that. And it is, um, it is what we base all of our teaching on. So how do we do that? Well, we will be committed to Bible education and evangelist evangelism by the following. We'll uh, be offering Bible classes at all age levels across multiple meeting times each week. So what you see there is, I mean, you, most of you are probably familiar with this. You're, <laughs> there's plenty of classes to choose from if you're an adult. Uh, it's we, we find that on Sunday morning, it's, it's really important that we have a lot of uh, different class options. We try to make it where people are able to be in a class where they are in maybe a similar phase of life. Uh, they're having similar life experiences. Uh, young families raising children or uh, families raising with teens or maybe empty nesters. Uh, kids aren't in the house anymore. The baby boomer class, so young adults. We have a lot of classes. And what does that mean? That means that there are a lot of people that are teaching. A lot of people that are preparing and taking the time to 
uh, have a lesson ready in the class so that we can all study. Have engaging lessons, that's what we want to have. Uh, group study, there have been times when we have found it necessary. We'll have a, uh, a class, or we'll be in a class and we'll have, um, we'll break out into small groups. Haven't done it in all the classes, but we've had it where you can break off into small groups and have the discussion that way. And then personal study. Uh, personal study is critical. You know, and a lot of times we find that it's hard to work that into our lives. Uh, you know, I'm just being honest here. It's, it's, um, but it's good for us to do that. And we, if we're not doing it, then we need to, to kind of get into a routine where we spend time in the Word. Because uh, you may read something, if you're like me, uh, you read something once and you come back and you read it six months or a year later or five years later and you get something different from that, that passage. And so it's important to be in the, in the Word with personal study. So adult classes. Um, again, these are just our, our guiding principles that we're talking about. Sunday morning uh, reserved for textual studies. We spend a lot of time, and I'll show you in a slide in just a second, but it's, we think that it's important to actually uh, be in the Word and, and going book by book or chapter by chapter, uh, be in the text and, and, and reading that and trying to understand what God has in store for us in that, that passage. Um, that Sunday night and Wednesday night, we kind of split that sometimes. We sometimes will have um, topical lessons and other times we'll do textual lessons, but both are important. But go to the next slide, Tim. Yeah, so as you can see here, we have an eight-year program, and we're, uh, we started this back in 2016. I, those print those numbers in parentheses out to the right of that are the year. So we actually started in year three of this study. So when we get down to year two in 2023, we will have gone through eight years and we will have gone through all the books of the Bible. But this is really important and there's a lot of work that goes in to these lessons as I mentioned a moment ago. Uh, the teachers spend time each week uh, preparing for the lesson and they do it based on this, this broader umbrella plan that we have to get through the Word. So again, I can't emphasize this enough, we're in the Word. The, the Word drives everything. It's a part of everything that we do. You know, this, uh, there's, a lot, there's several men's names on here, and these are past and present uh, folks that have been involved in the adult curriculum. Uh, if you see any of these folks in the hallway, give them a big hug and tell them thank you because there's been a lot of time over the years that have been spent. Uh, you see uh, four different shepherds' names on there. Uh, Tom, Mike Willoughby, Richard, Mike Dixon, uh, that have, at various times have been involved in uh, the adult curriculum and planning that. Uh, Pete Hunt has a lot to do with that today, and uh, he spends a lot of, uh, lot of his time uh, preparing outlines for each of the different books that were just on that previous slide. Uh, Dave Owen and, and uh, <clears throat> pardon me, Ron Head have both been in the in the adult curriculum area as well, and uh, and of course Mark. And you know these men have uh, really dedicated their lives in, in a lot of uh, a lot of ways to make sure that that we as a church have an, an organized, structured plan to go through to to get through the Word and understand both from Old Testament perspective and New Testament perspective what God has in store for us. And we also have youth classes. And what you'll see here is that uh, 
I went ahead and put the pictures in here. Most of you probably know these folks, but for those of you that may be new to McDermott Road, uh, these are uh, this is our team of, of youth ministry people. We put a lot of emphasis in the youth area. Uh, Matt Mead is uh, kind of over the, the the youth area. He's youth uh, the family life minister. Uh, we have a couple of guys, uh, Kyle and, and and Marcus, that are dedicated to the the middle school and high school respectively. And then we have in the children's ministry, we have Mikey and, and Rosalind. Now these folks spend a lot of time. I kind of liken it to a a coach in, a, in high school. You know, they it's amazing how much time those coaches spend with the kids. They don't. It's not just an eight to five job. These these folks are with the kids, especially in the summer. But I mean, even outside the summer, they spend and especially in the middle school and high school groups. But even Mikey and Rosalind, it's more than just an eight to five job. It's a labor of love for these folks. And they love the kids and we're making a huge investment in, in all these um, programs and things for our kids because it's important for the kids to learn now. I mean, early in their life. I mean, I can still remember times, classes that I was in when I was a little kid. Um, we, I grew up part of the time at Saturn Road Church of Christ, and then later on, um, um, <laughs> I just went blank. Uh, Austin Street Church of Christ. Sorry, uh, but it's and then I had my own kids that, that went through uh, different churches uh, and, and you know Buckingham Road, Waterview, and then here at McDermott Road. And so these are uh, these folks. Spend a lot of time, and these definitely need to get. You need to give them a hug, and you see them in the hallway, and give their spouses a hug because their spouses uh, they they spend just as much time waiting for their their husbands and and wives to come home. And uh, so anyway, let's let's um, let's let's take good care of them. So teachers are always needed. Go ahead and, and go through these. So adult, you will learn a lot. Teens, you will grow a lot. And youth, you will be loved a lot. Uh, sign up today. You know, we, I, Mark gets up here a lot during worship or before worship service and puts out a plea for people to help teach. We just can't get enough teachers. Uh, and I think that, that falls a lot into the, the, the very young ages. But what we just said here is true. If you go to class and we're in the Word, adults are going to learn a lot. You're going to learn. If you go in and you participate and you allow yourself to be engaged, you're going to learn a lot. The teens, you know, if you, if you volunteer to help teach the teens, you're going to grow a lot. I've, I've had the opportunity to do that on a number of occasions. And for the little kids, if you just dedicate some time, you will be loved a lot. I mean, those kids, you'll, you'll, you'll uh, know them for a long time. You'll watch them grow up. And that's, there's just a great amount of love, and you can get no more, um, no more joy than anywhere else. You can get that in teaching young kids. So please uh, sign up today if you have any interest at all in helping teach. And then engaging lessons. So provide relevant and engaging lessons from the pulpit that bring the Bible to life by combining biblical teaching with uh, practical application. Go ahead and go to the next slide, Tim. So, pulpit preaching. Uh, obviously, that's that's important to us. Uh, and you know, I know Wes is in here, so 
I can talk about him because he's right here in front of me. But no, pulpit preaching is so critical for all of us. I mean, it's, it's, it's just it's a way that we can get the, the week started off right. We come to church to praise God. We sing songs. We pray. And we hear a lesson that feeds us, that exhorts us, that encourages us. And that's, that's what we've had for, for many years. Uh, in the summer series, you know, we, we take an opportunity on Wednesday nights in the summer. Sometimes we'll have folks, uh, men come in from other congregations and, and share with us. Or sometimes, like this summer, we'll have different folks from within our own church do it. We, there's a lot of capable men. We, we take that opportunity to share the word that way. Life groups. Life groups are another opportunity. Um, we, we, we try to tie everything back to the pulpit lesson, or at least most of it. So when on Life Group Sunday, when Wes has a lesson, he's also prepared, most of you probably don't know this, but he's also prepared a sheet of, of questions and things for, for discussion purposes that go out to all of the Life Group leaders. And that's, that, that allows us to really do a little bit more of a deep dive. And there's the word, three words in the next bullet. It gives us time to do a deep dive and really dive into what, what was in the Word, what was in the message today, what were the takeaways. And then also from a deep dive perspective, we have, um, we've done that on Wednesday nights or our Sunday nights where we've had a deep dive class of so whatever the lesson was that Wes had in the morning. There will be a, a deep dive. I know uh, Ron Warpole used to uh, do that every once in a while on a deep dive. So it's, it's just getting more and more into the Word. This, most of you know these names. We've had wonderful men here to preach the Gospel. Uh, you know, Tim is up in Broken Arrow, Oklahoma now, and James is up in Mustang, Oklahoma at the Lacoma Church of Christ. Uh, Mark spent a, a good deal of time, a, a year or a year and a half in, in the pulpit. And of course, we have Wes. So we have just been very, very blessed here at McDermott Road with men who are extremely capable of sharing the Word of God, helping all of us to grow and, um, and be exhorted by that. I want to throw this up here for just a second, just to remind everybody that these lessons that, that like Les, pre, Wes, sorry, I knew I was going to do that, Wes, Wes and lesson is really hard for me to say, that Wes preaches, those all go out and are stored or available on the, inter, on the, uh, the website. Uh, you can't tell it from here, but that where it says archive summary, that's actually a link and then you can go straight to our website. But if, if you, if you are gone and you, and you miss a Sunday and you really are, you know, you want to go back and you want to keep understanding and seeing where the lesson, where the series is going, those are out there. It's, it's great materials. And, um, you know, this is just, this is just a sample. <laughs> there was a whole lot more out there. I didn't have room on the screen to put all of the different, uh, banner pages from all the different lessons that Wes has preached. But I'm going to go to the next slide, Tim. So, you know, I want to, I just picked this one out. There's no real reason for it. I love the series and growing families, but you know, it was a study of Second Peter chapter one. We talked about, Wes talked about virtue and knowledge and self-control and, and on down the list. And, and the, the really awesome thing that he did from the pulpit was just to kind of connect these and show how it's like a, like a ladder. I mean, you can just, you take, you have virtue, but then all these things that you're working on to become Virtuous then will lead you in, and start to work on your knowledge and then on your self-control. 
and on your steadfastness and on your godliness. And it's, that's sometimes it's hard to get when you're just reading it on your own. And so we're thankful that we have such um, um, capability from the pulpit uh, for Wes to share that with us. So facilitating Bible study, we have Bible classes. We also have men's and women's Bible studies. They're not necessarily going all the time, but uh, oftentimes they're going during the kind of in line and parallel with the, the, um, the student's school year. Um, but if, if you are interested in being a part of that, then we can find out the, the, the right people for you to get in touch with so you can be involved in that. Uh, Heartfelt Friends and Brothers Keepers. These are a couple of programs. Actually, the women started the Heartfelt Friends uh, first, and this is the first month of this particular year that they're doing it. Uh, they just started the year again. I know this because they were in my home yesterday last night. Um, but this has been the feedback that we've gotten for both programs has been just you know, amazing. It's 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 a really really good time. It's generational. Uh, the we it's it's this way on purpose. We're trying to have some learnings that the moms can learn from the sisters and the sisters can learn from the moms. The moms uh, are, have been are, are women that um, that don't have kids in the home anymore, and so you know they can uh, their their kids they've they've done their their work, and their kids are, have moved out or gone on to school or whatever the case may be, and they host the, the sisters. In the Brothers Keepers program, uh, patriarchs and, and brothers, we just kind of changed the wording up a little bit there. But um, this, this has been very beneficial to it's, you know, Sometimes it's hard for men to open up and, and have relationships that are really deep. Women find that, that I think, to be a little bit easier than, than us men. Um, but when we get in these smaller groups, it's, it, it makes it a little bit easier for us to share because we all have issues. Sometimes we don't want to talk about them, but this is a good opportunity. And these things are based, again, in Scripture. What are, we're, we're, we're having a, a theme or we have a, just an idea, maybe a passage that we want to focus on, and that's what we do. And then life groups, I just talked about that a moment ago. So we, again, just multiple areas where we're sharing the Word. Okay, so I'm going to change gears real quick here, and in the last section, and I'll wrap things up. The Road Family Ministry. This is all about our youth. I mentioned earlier that we have uh, we, we we've had a lot of investment, I and mean, we're building a building out here on the, the east side of the campus. It's going to be for the youth. Um, I, I can share with you that uh, in the early days, there were not that many kids. Whenever we came over, or we started in 1999 and, and 2000. Um, yeah, I see a couple of nodding heads out there. I, I remember coming in on a Sunday morning. I was teaching high school. And I had one student in, in the high school, uh, and it was just me and her. And uh, I got to know her really well. And she, unfortunately for her, she probably got to know me well too. But at best, we would have three or four. Five was a big day, a uh, big Sunday morning. Now we have... I don't know, 15, 20, 25 graduating seniors every year, maybe 30, a lot. And we probably have as many as 175 kids thereabouts in, uh, in 6 through 12. And I don't even know the number for the whole, uh, all the youth. But the, the, the point is, is that we have made a, a big, um, we, we put a lot of emphasis on teaching the youth. And go ahead and go to the next, and go ahead and build that slide out one more. So, you know, we can go back to Deuteronomy 6, uh, verses 5 through 9. And, you know, there's, there's just, 
when, when he talks about impressing uh, upon, impress them on, on your children, all these, these things. You know, he talks about love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your, your strength. These commandments that I give to you today are to be on your hearts. Impress them on your children. Uh, talk about them when you are, when you, when you sit at home or when you walk along the road, when you lie down and, and when you get up. I mean, it's like all the time, basically. We need to be talking about uh, the, the Word with our kids. And we need to reinforce that in our programs here at McDermott Road. Now, the, the passage I put over on the ride there in Joshua, just when I, when I think about this, I think about how you know, the, the Israelites crossed the, the Jordan River and, and they, they built an altar. And I said, well, why are you building it? Well, we're building it so that whenever you walk by, you see that and you have the opportunity to tell the story. And, you know, that's, I know we don't really have that today, altars anywhere, but it's, 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 it was a great idea. And, you know, kids, they're, they're curious. They want to know what something was. So it was just an opportunity for them to, for their parents to just take a moment and say, well, that's when our, our descend, our, our, those that came before us, our, our forefathers, they, they crossed the, the, the Jordan River here and, and God saved them and brought them into the promised land. So, you know, those are the opportunities that we need to take. So I'll go through these fairly quickly just to kind of wrap up, but these are their core values, uh, relational, obedient, authentic, daring. You know, th- these are things that we want for the youth. Uh, go ahead. And so there are five different areas. And I love this, how much structure there is uh, that, that they've built into the youth program. So it's very specific. It's birth through five years. Uh, that's the, the starting point. I mean, you're talking about simple things. And, it, uh, you know, God made the world. God made you. God loves you. It's very, very simple. I, I'll never forget the, the first time I saw it was, I guess I was at Buckingham Road. I've seen it here as well. Um, you walk by the classroom and you see the little table. It's about this high. And you see all the little jump seats around the table. And there's kids in there that can barely sit up. But they are glued to their teacher because they're listening to them sing the songs and to teach the Word. And that's where it all starts. And we need to be doing that. We need to continue to start early and, and, be, and often with how we teach. And I know our youth program does that. So go to the next slide. Route 66, that's the kindergarten through third grade, kind of getting a little bit higher, doing, you know, how do you, how to use your Bible? You know, just knowing the books and where to go look for things. The Bible is the story of Jesus. Um, and then go to the next slide, Tim. Uh, the filling station, fourth through fifth grade. Things are, you know, kids are starting to get a little bit more understanding of of what the Bible is about and how it affects them. And they see their parents going to church and, and maybe asking questions. Why? Why do we believe this? Why do we do this? And then we get into um, the merge, which is the, the middle school age of six through eight. Uh, again, we're starting to kind of introduce like services to the to them and help them understand like it's not just about us. We need to go out and we need to serve. We need to, the way that we can help others is by serving them. And then we can also teach them the Word of God. And then finally is Crossroads. It's ninth through 12th grade. And these are, it's a great program. Uh, the, it's, it's really where things, you know, for the, the high schoolers, where they really begin to understand, this is my faith. And, you know, as parents, we want when our kids are ready to leave that our, our kids have 
their own strong, deep faith. That they can, that if they're, if they're going to go to work in the workforce, you know, right out of school, that's fine. And they are able to, there's going to be a lot of temptation out there. Um, things aren't going to be nice sometimes. Or they may go to school and they may hear a lot of other views about things. But it, their faith is, is what sustains them and it keeps them strong. So we teach that and we encourage that and we help that to, to grow. So I just wanted to give you a quick snapshot of what, they're busy, I told you, in June and July especially. Uh, you just got a little sampling here. And one other thing I'll mention is, is that we've, we've, over the years, we've seen um, that it's, it, it pays off big time for us to uh, have the interns here working with uh, the, the youth ministers. I mean, they're an extension uh, of them, and they help, they help have more reach into the children's lives, and that's a good thing. Um, and I know that they're, they probably get as much or more out of it than our students do. So it's, again, it's all Bible-based. We're, we're teaching lessons as we go. We're getting them involved. We're helping them understand that it's, that the word is, 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 it's, needs to be lived out. It needs to be practical. We need to, um, ingest the word. We need to understand it. And then we need to live it and we need to serve other people. And again, this is just some more information here about how they, um, the things that are coming up in September through December and then also we'll look into to next year. If you have any, if you have kids that, uh, at, at any age, then you want to understand more about this, there's this, uh, the roadfm.org. You can go out there, you can get a whole lot more information about it. The thing I'll leave you with today, um, go ahead and go back to the other slide, Tim. So the one thing I'll leave you with today is just a quick, I, I saw this firsthand. I had the opportunity back in 2003, was working with the youth group, and we went on a mission trip to Honduras. And it was my first time, I'd been out of country before, but on business. I never had been out of country, certainly on a mission trip or anything like that. And, uh, you know, John Henry and Pat did a lot of great work and, and still doing a lot of great work. But they uh, organized the trip and we went with them and it was just the most, incredible experience I've ever had. I went back three more times to Honduras. I got a chance to go to Nicaragua as well. And I would highly encourage you, if you get a chance to do that, to do it. But what I saw from the kids, we decided that, that uh, they would do like a vacation Bible school for these children. You got to understand that when we were there, this was fairly, this is very remote, very rural. And so there wasn't a really nice facility like this to have a vacation Bible school in. So what we had done was we had taken these big you know, flip charts and uh, had done a bunch of different things with them. And we were out literally in a pasture and we had set up some chairs and the kids were kind of in a semicircle around us. They spoke Spanish. They didn't understand any English. We had two kids on our, in our group that could speak Spanish pretty well. So they did a lot of interpreting. But what I watched those kids do was take what they had learned and all of their, their, their time spent in Bible classes throughout. And they were able to put together and share God's Word at a very uh, juvenile level for those kids, those young kids to understand, interpret it into Spanish. And it was just, it just warmed my heart. And they were able to do that because there had been a lot of people in their lives over the years that had spent time teaching them the Word of God. And of course, their parents had as well, have been teaching that in the home. 
and it was reinforced in, in Bible class. So I guess I'm just, I, I want to, I guess, close by just saying that let's, let's always focus on the Word. Let's make sure that, that, uh, that we, whenever you hear the call for people to help teach, we've got to be a church that's about being in the Word and teaching the Word and sharing it and understanding it and talking about it. So that's, um, that's pretty much the lesson for today. Tim, if you want to go to the next lesson, uh, slide. Um, so next week, at least according to the schedule, unless somebody had changed it and didn't tell me, uh, the com- it's going to be commitment to being a distinct yet biblical church. We're going to be talking about Sunday morning worship. Uh, I think John Jordan will be uh, doing this. So if you will, uh, join me in a word of prayer and then we'll be dismissed. Father, we just love you so much. And again, as we've talked about now for the last uh, few minutes, we, we're thankful for the word. We're thankful for uh, how it affects our lives, how we are able to take it and, and learn it and be able to share it with others, how we can talk about it in our Bible classes. We're thankful, God, for um, all those that, that preach your word from the pulpit. We're thankful for those that prepare lessons as teachers at all levels, be it adults or teens or children. And God, we, we know that it's an act of love. And we're thankful that all of these, these people that are taking the time to do this are spending time in the word and gleaning from it what you would have them to learn and help them to uh, be able to share that with others. God, we love you so much. We thank you for Jesus. It's through whose name we pray. Amen.